0: I'm Dixon Jones. This is SEO in 2024.
1: Dixon, what's your number one SEO tip for 2024?
0: Well, David, clearly AI is going to take over in 2024 in many, many ways. And for all its dangers and its pitfalls, I think the SEO world will uh, not be able to avoid it, whether you like it or not. However, I do think it gives the uh, enlightened company founders a real chance to shine. So if you know why your business truly exists and who it truly serves, then I think you can cut through a lot of the AI noise. I'm not going to say with ease. I probably should say with ease, but, but not with ease. Uh, but the idea is that you don't talk to everybody with your content. Uh, write like you've got an audience of, of, of one. So if you're talking to the founder of a small SaaS business, then yeah, I'm talking to you, you know, I want people that are, have have their own website. Um, these are the people that I want to speak to, that have their own website and want to do their own SEO. Those are the people I want to speak to. I don't want to speak to the rest of the world. So when I give that tip, I'm talking to you, Mrs. Founder of Website with a real business purpose.
1: Great tip, great summary as well. So it'd be useful to unpack that just a little bit as well. So Cutting through the noise, you're talking about talking to an individual specifically. Is this something that AI has a challenge with at the moment?
0: I'm talking about your business wrapping itself around a a, a central concept that will allow AI to always sort of come back to to to, to, to you. So, that if you go back to you know, all roads lead to Rome as a as a concept that's been around since you know for two thousand years, presumably. Uh, originally in latin all roads did lead to rome and you know Ro- rome portrayed itself as the center of the then known universe and 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 and, and expanded out from there and i think that that's the that the same for anything that you do so if you're a plasterer you're not just a plasterer you're a plasterer in a particular area or if you're a if you're a consultant you're not just a consultant you're a consultant in a specific subject in a specific subject matter if you're a, a retailer of electronic products, again, you've got a specific area, you've got a specific genre of products that you're that you're selling, uh, and what you need to do then is become synonymous with that that concept. It's the same I- with any marketing principle uh, that you need to either be number one or two, or be in a position to become number one or two in your niche niche whether you're American English or however you say niche, in the near future or or get out of the game. So now that has transferred over into pretty much any concept, you know, so you've got to first define what it is that you do. And you've got to be so specific about it so that if you were to ask uh, all of the people in all of the world to summarize who is the best person to go to for this thing, in this circumstance, they'd come to you. So that In theory all the ai in all the world reading all of the pages in all the world would end up with with you uh as the uh, as the best answer to the best question now i'm not saying that's going to happen all the time what i'm saying is that if you don't have that mentality going into the game then i think that you uh you won't get much out of uh, a world with an ai bent on it so to speak so there's so uh, but, many
1: different threads you've presented there. So it's just a, sorry, a case of which one to select. It I've just packed in it terms, much, <laughs> much. But in more, terms yeah, of okay. um, <laughs> selecting something from the, the value you just provided there, one thing that you yep. mentioned is that um, you've got to be number one or number two in your niche. So you've got to find a niche that you have the potential to be number one <laughs> or number two in. How yep. do you define if it's possible to become number one or number two within that niche and that you're not batting too broadly
0: well one way to do it is to uh, with <laughs> with or without seo uh, is to, to have a look on google and uh, see who the players are in that uh, in that niche using a, a a tool like g2 crowd is probably a good way of doing it for a for a SaaS business uh, but but really uh, it's working out the, the 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 raw ingredients of your business uh, which to be honest with you, it starts with you. starts with you as your business. It doesn't really start with market research. There's no point in a plasterer trying to become the best electronics expert in the world. You know, they're a plasterer. So you've got to start with that. But what makes you different is the uh, is, is the bit there. So it used to be called the USP, but now I think we need to, to, to just refine that idea of a USP a little bit more to saying that USP has to fit into a well definable concept so your USP might have been that you are an artist it's a Banksy let's take Banksy so an artist that does graffiti art you know and is well known for his graffiti art even though he's not well known at all and and uh, and uh, and we don't know exactly who Banksy is i think that now if i was Banksy today uh, and i was doing seo i would work around the concept of graffiti art as my as my, uh, my 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 marketing USP, and uh, uh, rather than um, I don't know if that's a good example, but I'm going to go with it anyway because I've started down that one now. You know, uh, so the concept is graffiti art. If you want to become the world's greatest website on graffiti art, then it would help to know Banksy, for example, and it would help to know some of the good the, the good uh, uh, good graffiti artists. Certainly, you would want to talk about particular bits of artwork that are famous around the world for graffiti art. Uh, go and have a look at them, photograph them, talk about them, try and find the the, the 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 people that painted them, although they may not all be easy to find. And then you're building your business around graffiti art. It doesn't mean that you then become a fine art salesperson because you're not going to transfer your skills from graffiti art to fine art very well. So if you've got an artist's website. You need to assign. You need to find yourself more than just being an artist's website. I think that's what I'm trying to say.
1: I think that's great. I think that's great. Great summary there as well. So to summarize again, what you're suggesting is that um, AI's here. AI's coming along even faster and progressing um, even more over the coming year or so. So you can't put up your shutters and uh, pretend that it's not happening or that it's not going to impact your business. Um, But what you have to do is position your business uh, head and shoulders above other competing businesses out there. Other businesses might simply be saying to AI, right, this is what uh, my website's about. Just write for me. But you have to define your USP for you, for your business, but also yep. for the AI as well. You have to train the AI, um, and then is the next step yep. after that the AI can write the content on your behalf, or are you still uh, keen for, 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 for individuals me, yes. to write that I content? I mean,
0: there's there's two strands here. There's two philosophies that I think SEOs are kind of thinking about. Uh, my philosophy is you can't stop the AI from reading your content for it really. Another philosophy is let's block the AIs from uh, from interpreting my content altogether. And don't let them do it because they're stealing my content. And I agree, they are stealing your content, but then again, they've stolen. That's exactly what I felt when I uh, started doing uh, SEO with, even before Google arrived, you know, people crawling your website, indexing that content and then providing it back as their own, uh, seemed to me to be stealing. And we've just moved on from that. And then we kind of made a big business out of SEO uh, and that was all fine. And then PPC came along and we got angry about the fact that we had to pay to send people to our own content. Uh, and we just, we we adapt and we we metamorphosize. And I think that, uh, that that there are two streams of thought right now. One is protect yourself from the AI so that the AI doesn't steal your ideas and repurpose it. I think from an SEO perspective, a better approach is to say, right, make sure you are the answer to the question. You you That everything about your business answers one question very, very well. So that when people want to do business, they're going to end up with you. And it's a phrase, you know, you can you can clean a carpet or you can hoover a carpet you want to be the hoover you want to be the verb uh, and uh, and and so uh, that's the that's the objective you know to make sure that your content is so good that it not only becomes part of the uh, part of the conversation for Jack gpt answers but also other content that that's answered well, you know you 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 may end up as the answer even when your content isn't cited in any GPT, because it is it is the best answer to to a question. It's not an easy thing to achieve, but it is the same principle as, you know, defining your own USP and being the best in your niche, which is common marketing principles that have existed for a long time. I'm not ignoring a lot of the problems of AI that are going to be coming forward. You know, it's a conversation for another day, but today we're talking about, you know, SEO and you've got to work with what you got. And now we've got ChatGBT and we've got OpenAI and we've got BARD and Lama and you know all these different things coming, coming down the road. We've got to understand them as neural networks, as the neural networks that they are. Another way to look at the neural networks is, of course, people talk about it's mimicking the human brain, but you can also take that an out and say, right, the human species has always been a neural network. We have all communicated with each other since the dawn of time in various different languages. So the Chinese language doesn't converse so well with the english language but now it does because we can all you know we have found more ways of communicating with changing the connecting the dots it doesn't mean to say that you didn't talk about your idea in a pub and it could get stolen and it could get you know pinched by somebody else and they could go and uh, build the next great thing that you thought of that could always happen it just is going to happen a lot quicker now it doesn't mean to say you shouldn't talk about your idea in a pub in my opinion
1: now one thing that SEOs have been optimising for over the last few years is direct answers within the Google SERP. And you mentioned it's it's ideal, perhaps over the next couple of years, to be optimising to be the answer for ChatGPT, GTP4, whatever AI-powered engine we're talking about here. Is there anything different that has to be done in order to optimise to be the answer for ChatGPT?
0: Well, certainly, uh, I mean, when I when I sort of said that, you know, of course, Google now is... Is deprecating its its uh, its answers in the SERPs as, as as we're talking today, as we're putting together the show. But I think that they're deprecating the the, the direct answers in the in the SERPs in favor of making space for a ChatGPT box, which I'm sure by the time this book goes out and by the time this goes out will be live and all over the place. So uh, I think that the 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 deprecation of a direct answer in Google SERPs is to allow for the Bard equivalent or the 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 the, the Google equivalent or SGE um equivalent of, of of open ai to to have that summary of the answer to the question in there so i think that's the uh that's the the important bit there but if you haven't answered the question then you won't be the the endpoint of that answer the the trick of course is then getting the customer to buy from you which means it has to be some kind of business model that you're, you're following in to, to follow the money chat gbt and and uh, generative search are not there to try and grab the sale per se so that's still up for grabs you know and i think that uh we still have the uh, the obligation as seos to uh, to try and get the customer to that point where they're going to buy your stuff not the other the other guy or girl's stuff
1: do you have any further thoughts on defining this ideal audience of one um, either from the perspective of doing it for your own business or perhaps coming up with some phrases some sentences from which to feed the ai and uh, give it that knowledge of who you're aiming for
0: well the way that i do it through our tool through the inlinks tool is we throw all of the ideas that we think that the, the website so we look at the website itself break it down to the underlying entities that it's a it's about we then throw all those back into Google Suggest, which is then going to use Google Google's AI systems to generate the kinds of questions and the kinds of search terms that people are looking at, based on your existing website. So if we break your your own if you break your own website down into the constituent entities, then throw all those entities back into Google Suggest, and then collate all of those answers and filter out all the ones that are semantically distant from your business model then you're going to get this big picture of concepts that are semantically close to what you already have so you can only you can in many ways you can only work with with what you've got i'm not asking you to reinvent the wheel as an seo you've got a website let's say your website has 50 100 pages on it now you've got that core set of ideas if they're good pages that that you can then build on and say right in order for me to become uh, more Authoritative in answering the exact audience that I've already defined. Let's talk about the things that are semantically very close to what I've already talked about, and not suddenly jump from graffiti art to fine art as a case I used earlier. Does that, does that make sense?
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely it does. I mean, we're predicting um, here, so it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all a, it's all a crystal ball. <laughs> it's also, to a certain degree, a process for each individual business, and um, that yep. research, that defining. What your business represents, who it's for, and thus what content you should be sharing on your website Mm. is a fairly individual process. Is is, is that something you'd agree with?
0: I think this is, I mean, looking at your own website or the core of your own website and then expanding on that is a great methodology for creating a fingerprint that's unique to yourself. There's no point in getting entirely third-party data to define who you should be. It's much better for you to develop from what it is that you already are. So InLinks is based around a knowledge graph and a natural language processing tool. So that makes us different from other SEO tools, for example, because we're not based around keyword research. We're not based around a technical SEO, particularly. We're not based around other bits and pieces. We're based around these kinds of ideas. How can we build some things that are building on that core? Because that will naturally give us a different a fingerprint. Than any other SEO tool. That's our approach. Majestic was uh, was 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 similar in that what it was able to do was crawl the internet very very effectively, uh, but not index. Uh, it didn't index the entire content of the internet. It didn't want to become a Google. It didn't want to want to become a, a, a competitor to uh, to a beast that it couldn't you know compete with. What it could do though is invert that information and, and have the world's largest link index for for a long time, and, and it's still. Incredibly impressive backlink information, and uh, and focus on that, and that propelled Majestic into its uh, into into the niche that it is. And I think that we can all do it. We don't have to be huge businesses to do it, but we can't just wake up one day and create the same thing that everyone else has done. If we want to, if we want to survive in a, in a world of SEO, we need to have that that unique element in there.
1: So if an SEO is struggling for time, what should they stop doing right now so that they can spend more time doing what you suggest in 2024? I would stop using a
0: generic keyword uh, research database. So uh, I would start to try, uh, so, so, you know, house as a keyword key search term, you know, house means a house in bingo. It means a house as in, as in a property. Uh, it probably means other things as well. But even when you've got house, do you, do you want to buy a house? Do you want to sell a house? Do you want to uh, to decorate a house? These are very different things. And so if you just look at the search volume of house or SEO or any other generic head term here that's got large volumes, the problem is you don't take into account the ones that are using that word in a search and then just, just saying, right, these are the only ones I'm interested in. So there has been the tendency for at least... 20 years of SEO for at least 25 years of SEO to say well I'd love to rank for big term here but uh, you know but but you know I'll get a long tail one here and then try and build up That's fine we definitely need to concentrate on that long tail one and make that long tail big so we need to get that fine definition of who we are and then we need to enlarge the market that is buying that product uh, or make more people aware of the the, the, the product uh, and, and and work that way around. So concentrate on USP one, and then expand that, expand that USP uh, to a market size that you can make money with.
1: Dixon Jones is a majestic ambassador and CEO of Inlinks, And you can find him over at inlinks.com. Dixon, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2024.
0: Thanks very much. Cheers, David.
1: I've been your host David Bain. Get your copy of SEO in 2024 the book over at SEOin2024.com.